Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And this is a recap of all the fun episodes that I have created in the last couple of years. I want to get into the series. If you've been with me, you've already been listening to about three or so. So we've got a couple more with a midway point. And today we're going to be talking about five fun ways to read conversations online or in person. This is really about taking the edge of the nervousness and the anxiety and just having fun with it in a relaxed and fun way. I've got some really good tips that I know are going to help you and stay tuned after this short break and we'll get straight into it. And welcome back. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule to join me for the first time. And if this is your second or third, or you've been listening for a while, I'm giving you a big virtual hug. Thank you so much for continuing to just engage with me and just uh, have this time with one another. I appreciate you as well. And obviously, if you're enjoying this, um, please be sure to uh, follow and tell some of your friends um, and connect with me on LinkedIn. Love to have the conversation going. Now, creating content that drives engagement is something that I really, really love talking about. In fact, that's like one of the things that I do feel like I shine as a coach is helping people just get out of their shell and just starting some good conversations. And when I first just giving you like a frame of reference. So I remember when I first started, you know, trying to go on social media and just trying to connect with people, it just felt so daunting. It felt so weird. It just like, I felt like I was talking in a black hole. And then I, what I realized, and this is what I'm going to share with you, is that I realized that social media is social, meaning that we, and before we start to become conversation starters, right, we have to engage in a lot of other conversations. So when I'm giving you this advice, right, this is based on you taking the time and delving into what other people are talking about and asking questions, um, uh, giving really elaborate like answers that, you know, in some cases are longer than the original post within itself start talking with people. And after a while, you'll be able to get a good rhythm about like what people are talking about. And then you can start creating your own posts. I definitely thought that for the longest time that I could just just start my own conversations and people would, would uh, just hop on a board like on Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter or whatever. And like people would, I could ask the question and people would just automatically like flock to me and start like responding. And that's not how it works. So if all the things that I'm about to tell you in this episode, it's all making the assumption that you are actively engaged in a community that you would want to either work with, meaning that like as like, like doing a launch or doing some program or some collaborative effort together, or they would be an ideal client, or they're just people who are like industry influencers or leaders. Basically, you want to be, in in other words, swimming in the same pond of where you want to be. 
I was just talking about this the other day with one of my clients and she was just telling me like, Denise, I don't really like know where I should be. And so I'm telling you this for, for your benefit too. It's like, you want to be exactly where either your ideal client is or people in your industry are hanging out. Like you want to be in that environment because you want to stay current and up to date as to what's trending, what was current uh, discussion, what is really important to people in your industry. And then based on the information, then we can start to create some content um, that basically will elicit more engagement and more shares and more, um, conversations because who wants to start asking questions that are just unrelated and off the wall from what um, is being currently discussed. So I would say, I'm not saying that you can't create your own posts like immediately, but I would just definitely say, this is my this is my advice and I'm telling you this, is I would do like a three-one split, meaning like for every one post that you make of your own, Three, make sure that you devote three um, posts, either commenting or liking or like engaging in conversation with somebody else's material, right? So that, you know, when you finally make your own post, it, it's it's basically a beautiful tapestry of kind of everything that you've been learning and discussing, as well as the in, like the insights that you want to share with other people, right? And don't feel like you have to say all the right things, right? We, we All of us don't know all the right things to say sometimes, right? But just be make sure that you're honest and from the heart. So that being said, I, I hope we've kind of laid the ground rules out for this, right? That being said, I've got about 20 um, uh, kind of calls to action or prompts to kind of get people at eyes and attention. Now, not not all the things that you have to say, like, that I'm mentioning, you have to use, right? This is one of those um, those things where, you know, you have to kind of choose, pick and choose what feels right. But I want to give you some examples that I think you could definitely use in your business. Okay, so let's get into it right now. The first thing that you can do is... Um, obviously encourage someone to save this post. This is one of the most important ways to get people's um, attention. Um, I've seen people open it up that says, um, I've got some really important information that I want to share with you. Before you do anything else, save this post so you can reference it in the future. For a lot of people, like they're so busy just looking at so much content online they can easily just forget something um, that was that they really liked, and by you literally telling people save this post, it definitely will get their attention to say, okay, I'm going to stop for a moment. This is really important. I don't want to miss out any um, um, like information that was really important. And this is actually something that I want to tell you too as well, is that if you are on social media and you see a post that you really like, don't just scroll through it. Um, I would save the post, um, download the image, whatever, so that you can reference it. I have in all of my social media accounts on LinkedIn and um, and Facebook and Twitter, like I, I save, um, I know in Twitter they call it bookmark, but, um, and I think in the LinkedIn and Facebook, they just have save. And I just keep a little folder of, um, content that I really liked, um, to reference in the future. So 
telling people to go ahead and to save a post can be really like helpful um, to help people to um, know that what you're sharing is very insightful and that they can use it again for future reference, okay? You can tell um, people... Um, you can say um, double tap if you, and the double tap could be or swipe right or swipe up or where where whatever you or click here. Um, basically, it's just some type of action that you want people to take, right? Making sure that that's included um, in uh, your post can obviously tell them like there's this is just a cover story. There's more information if you take this following action and click off the site. Now I will say this um, just as a fair warning for those of you who are creating content on LinkedIn. The specifically, I can't talk about all the all the other platforms, but I'll say this that LinkedIn dings your post, meaning like it limits your reach to the algorithm if you actually include the link directly in the post. So if you're going to make a post that contains a web link, just put it in the comments section below because I don't want to hurt your ability for your post to be extended as far out as humanly possible if um, you put the link directly on, on the post. And I think it's I think that logic still probably applies to some of the other uh, platforms as well as I think about it out loud because the whole game of each platform is to keep people on the platform, right? So I think for on 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 Twitter, for example, if you have a link, you could um, you know see you know see the next post, obviously the next tweet for the link or whatever, right? You want to basically. Um, work with each platform to um, make sure that as many people can see your stuff as well. Okay. Now, what is the next one? The next one is tell me how you, and this is basically asking them like, uh, tell me how you find new clients. Tell me how you, and then you're just basically prompting someone to tell them about your personal experience, your personal journey, something that is useful to them, right? This is a great conversation starter for like, if you're asking for questions or you want feedback, or you're just kind of just, just looking for some other ideas that you haven't considered. Um, number four, watch our stories for, now this is really, really good that I love that is featured on social media. And I think everyone should take advantage of is stories and literally stories. If you don't know them, they're like little capsules in time. Like a story may last for tops a day, like 24 hours. And that's your golden opportunity to highlight something important that's going on with you or your business or just something interesting. And one way to get people to pay more attention to your stories is to literally write a post that says, check out my story that was about blah, blah, blah. Just kick, uh, click my, story, my, my face, my profile to look at my recent stories. And I think almost all of the social media platforms has a story feature, if I'm not mistaken. Getting people to get more attached to looking at your stories in addition to a post is a great way of driving engagement because, um, and I think about even my LinkedIn stories where I, I use my LinkedIn stories to uh, primarily post um, something of motivation or inspiration. And I get, um, I, I have people who literally just send me messages. Um, this one particular woman sends me messages daily, you know, thanking me about um, a story that I posted, right? This is definitely a way to get people to just really pay attention to you. Again, like 
people are very, very busy, right? And you want to make sure that you get their attention, right? And stories are a great way of doing that. And by literally saying, watch, like, look at my recent story, that's a perfect way of doing that. Okay. Number six. Um, oh, sorry. Pardon me. Number five, send me a DM if. So basically, this is what I encourage people to do almost in every single post, especially if you're promotion, doing promotion or doing some type of education or inspiration. I said, if you really like this, send me a direct message about blah, 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 blah. Like literally tell people to do that. I think that for a lot of times we assume that if we're just making like some type of education or we're giving a lot of good value on our post that people will just automatically think to send us a message. And that is not the case at all. We literally have to tell people, if you like this post, send me a message. Literally, you have to tell them. Because again, if they're just looking at so much content, it's kind of easy to say, oh, that was good and just keep scrolling, right? Like we don't want them to scroll. We want them to turn from like fans to customers as soon as possible. So that's one way of doing that. Okay. Now, the other way of, of, of creating content, um, sorry, in creating engagement, um, is literally, uh, ask some questions and here are some questions that, you know, you would, um, uh, that I think is going to be really fun is saying, would you, would you rather, or tell me about this experience or, um, tell me if you, if you relate or, uh, is this something that you would do? That's definitely some, a lot of really fun ways that you can ask, um, people to, um, tell people about what's going on, um, Sorry, ask people what was going on with their with their life, and or perhaps someone that they knew. Um, and this is definitely one of those um, times where you can uh, get a little personal and explain something that was that happened to you that really uh, resonated with you. I, I remember just just most recently this happened where uh, somebody was um, talking about I don't like cursing, uh, especially on social media, and. Um, I used that opportunity to kind of jump into the comment section. Yes, I jumped into the comment section and I was basically saying, hey, um, I personally don't like cursing. Um, several of my coaches, my former uh, uh, coaches that I work with did uh, to each his own. I know some people really feel like that adds that extra emphasis and pop for them and that's why they do it. So it's okay for you. And I encourage everyone to do that. Like whenever it's possible, whenever possible, um, you know, literally get personal. We'll talk about something that happened to you and then say, uh, this is what happened to me. Is this something similar to what you've experienced or can you relate or, you know, do you agree or disagree? Like, so here's the thing, you give a personal story and then you ask, can you relate? Do you understand? Don't make people feel like, Give people, sorry, not don't make people feel, basically invite people to the discussion, invite people to have, you know, um, their, their, to elicit their feedback. People have opinions. They want to share. They, they're, they're all but so excited to share their opinion. And by you saying, I want to hear your opinion. I want to hear your thoughts. You're basically opening the door for a lot of good discussion. And I think that, um, if done consistently, like you'll definitely grab an audience, um, by consistently inviting people to come to the table. Okay. Now, um, 
The other one is we can talk about um, creating like freebies, creative incentives to, you know, have people talk more. And that could be like, hey, I'm having um, a free seminar or or we're having come join us, find us on blah, 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 right? Like how, invite people to a webinar, invite people, like, you know, uh, to some function or like, like, let's say going back to the webinar example, you know, we're having a webinar uh, um, about blah, blah, blah topic about increasing your followers or uh, um, making at least 10 grand a month or whatever you're doing, you know, tag someone, um, who might be interested or drop an emoji and I'll send you the link, you know, the details, more details. I mean, those simple little things, drop an emoji especially, can get a lot of traffic because it's simple. They don't have to think about it. They can just drop, they don't have to write a sentence, right? You're 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 giving them like the permission to say, hey, I I want you to be part of this party, you know, come join in. Plus, it adds a little excitement, right? They see a bunch of hearts and smiley faces. And, you know, if they, you know, they express their emotion about how they're feeling about your particular event that you're hosting, okay? Now, the other thing that you can do uh, to create an engagement um, is uh, tell people literally to click the link on the bio to find, um, this is especially relevant for you if you're on Instagram, click the link on your bio so that you can learn about this newest event, right? Or um, click on the link on the bio to um, get secret access to whatever you're trying to do. Basically, your mission for creating really good engagement is um, really to get people off the platform and into the conversation. I definitely don't feel like the conversation has to be limited to just the post. If you can find any kind of way to just get them talking with you, right? Get them talking with you. Um, and if it has to just start initially through the post, um, and then say, Hey, like, um, look at my bio, send me the DM, click to learn more about this. Like I, I've got these things going on. You're making them slowly integrate from off, from online to offline. Cause that's really where the magic happens is through the offline conversations. Okay. Now let's talk about, um, hmm, I'm looking at my notes to make sure that I have, um, everything. Oh yes. Yeah, so giveaways, uh, now, before I talk about giveaways, I just want to just kind of explain something about the giveaways for engagement purposes. Now, if you're doing giveaways all the time for just to get a lot of people, you will get people who just want stuff for free. I think everyone wants stuff for free, right? You know this. You know how this goes, right? You don't want to give away for the heck of giving away. You basically are giving away like little items and you can choose what you want to do for the express purpose of only attracting people who are most likely to be customers. We're not trying to give away to everyone because everyone's going to have their hands extended out wanting something for nothing, right? We want to, like, I remember I was thinking about this one um, coach um, that I was working with years ago, and every once in a while she would have, I'm giving away an, a, a new Mac or whatever, right? And so she had these ground rules. She was like, well, you have to sign up for the program. 
and uh, you have to at least tell three other people, and I will draw at random um, um, after your second or third, your, your payments are, are up to date, right? And then you'll, you'll get the iPad, right? And so there was a lot of ground rules. It wasn't just, I'm giving this away to everybody. I'm only giving away to people who are current customers or they're actively involved in my program or whatever. You set the criteria as to what makes sense for you. The purpose of the giveaway is not just for giving away stuff. It's about getting people who are either your customers or highly likely to be your customers something to drive up engagement. And I definitely would not make that an a consistent practice because um, here's the thing I've learned this too is that if you train people to expect free stuff from from you and if you don't deliver it after they've been kind of conditioned they will not stay very long so don't do that um, unless you have a a strategy for kind of giving away stuff indefinitely I mean personally I I personally don't recommend doing it but uh, you know to each his own Okay. Now, the other thing that I want to suggest for engagement is, um, it's literally tag people, you know, making sure, like you say, tag a friend if they really could need this, tag a friend if they could relate to this, tag a friend who you feel like could be a part of this conversation. Again, we want to get people, um, to involve as many people in the conversation as possible that drives up the algorithm so that your reach is further. It, obviously, it tells social media, whatever platform that you're on, like, hey, this post is really interesting. Let's serve this post to other people in the network. I think that they would um, uh, benefit or enjoy reading it. So you just want to make sure that as you're making your content, you kind of bake in certain ideas that would like encourage other people to want to talk with, or not talk, but to share your information to other people. And um, I think that's it. So I'm going to, and, and uh, non-random, uh, sorry, I'm going to just talk about all the uh, ways that you can do um, social media uh, call to action. And uh, you obviously, this is since this is a podcast, you can pause and um, write down the ones that you really like the most. Um, uh, double tap uh, the post or swipe right or you know click here if you want blah blah blah. Save this post. Tell me how you blah blah blah. Watch our stories for. Send me a DM if you. Uh, grab this freebie. Would you rather? So asking questions, giveaway time, enter to win, tag a friend who, um, what do you do when, and this is again, um, asking for people's experiences. I need advice about, tell me about your, click the link in the bio for, uh, head to the blog to find blah, blah, blah. Come join us. Find us on blah, blah, blah. Tell me if you are on the same page as me. I click the link on the bio to find, you know, this is for Instagram, really. Want to know about blah, blah, blah. Watch our story, um, Insta, uh, Insta story or to for or try it first. Like, again, these are just one of many, many, many ways for you to just get the conversation started. 
Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. I um, thank you for taking your time to listen. If you've got any questions or kind of want to continue the conversation about what you should be doing, don't hesitate to send me a message at hello at denisegeely.com. I'd love to continue the conversation going. Uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. That's kind of where I'm hanging out most of the time. And um, I love to kind of start the have the conversation with you there. So thanks again for listening. Um, I hope that you uh, had some really good takeaways. If you've had something that you really liked, be sure to tag me on um, whatever social media ch- channel you're on. I'm, like I said, I'm mostly on LinkedIn. So love to hear from you. And uh, that's it. Thank you for listening. Take care and be awesome.